We back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again. Oh, let me lift this up. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again. What up, Ashley? Hey. Yeah, we back. I'm dancing. That was a little contagious, too. <laughs> hey, it's the I Can't Afford to Quit podcast with your boy Brentel and my co-host. Ashley. We here in the basement. I think this is episode... Like 21, I think. 20, 21, something like that. Ish. Oh, podcast old enough to drink. Hey. Oh, my <laughs> womp, womp. Oh, man. You know what, though? I was just thinking, like, man, we got to come up with something real fly for the 52 episode. Because it'll be a year. Well, actually, no, because we don't put out some extra episodes in a week. Yeah. Like, week's time. We'll just do an anniversary of the original date. Yeah. Which I don't remember what that was, but... I don't know. We'll find out, though. Because I feel like I need to be extra ratchet for it. Actually, it's in it's in the... um, It's on the page. Like, on the... Oh, on the yeah, host the page. Date. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, man, what you been up to? A whole lot, but I don't even know what. If that makes you just any been sense. busy, and, busy like, and shit, yeah. And it feels unproductive. Yes, I feel you. Like I'm running you. in place. Yeah. What did I do? I don't even remember what I did. I need to start jotting down everything that we doing. Notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. Um. Oh, watch the tournament. South Carolina. They let me down. I wanted to see uh, North Carolina in South Carolina in the finals, but you know, it's cool. Everything's good. Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga is going to lose, but we'll see. Ashley does not know what I'm I, talking about. It's I cool, don't even though. know what we're talking about. Is this like a sport? <laughs> yes. Okay. College basketball. Oh, College yeah. Basketball. I knew that. Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> I started watching this new show, man. Um, I, was, I was behind on it. I, I seen Matt Wilds go to uh, Breakfast Club, right? He was talking about the show, and he talked about the premise of the show. I thought it was going to be cool, but I just didn't even, I just forgot about it. But I seen it, it was, um, it was being like an ad on my Roku, mm-hmm. so I checked it out. And it's called, the show is called Shots Fire, and it's a really dope show, like, it's really, really dope. It's about this young police officer, so a black police officer, at the beginning of the show, uh, he shoots this unarmed white kid, and it's basically like the whole show is that that case. Mm. It's super dope. Where's that on? It's on Fox. It comes oh. on Fox. It's a new one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's just got two episodes. Like, okay. I checked out the roundtable uh, afterwards, and the roundtable is even dope. Like, mm. I'm talking about the episode. Right. It's super dope. Made me want to have a, a roundtable. I'm gonna have a roundtable here soon. So I'll be setting that up. But other than that, man, I don't really remember anything I did. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't either. Yeah. As a blur. Yeah. Not like, I don't mean that like I was party partying, you know. No, it's just <laughs> the weekend went too fast. It did, like super, super fast. Yeah. Um. Shit, I wanted to talk to you about something. I wrote it down in my phone. You wrote it down in your yeah, phone. Yeah, because I... <laughs> did you? 
Did you actually, like, write it down in your phone, or? Mm. I, well, we could do this in the middle of the show, but I wanted you, from a a woman's perspective, to talk about uh, a man getting out of the friend zone. Mm -hmm. Like, what what it would take if you had friend zone somebody, what it would take to get them out of that cage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was just like a random thought. I was like, man, this would be dope to talk about. So we could do that first. Yeah. What? That's fine. <laughs> I was like, I was like what? are you thinking about it? I yeah. should have texted you this shit you earlier. You should have given me some time to think about yeah. that so I don't sound terrible. <laughs> um, I, wanted the, I wanted the unfiltered, real yeah. live answer. <laughs> I'm actually like using some self-control right now, like calm it down. That's not. That's not what we want. That's right. not what we want. Right. See, this is where I go back to being set up all the time. Like you guys think I'm playing. Like he he plans this. Like waits until right when we're recording to just drop shit on me so that I'm just like blah 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 blah. blah. And then later I listen and I'm like, man, why the fuck did I say that? Right. And I don't do the editing, so it's like I can't even fix myself later. <laughs> Right. No, man, what do you think, though? What, what do you think? Okay. I think it will depend on why you friend-zoned them in the first place. Because mm-hmm. there's many reasons. Mm-hmm. One, you might not be attracted to them. Okay. Two, um, maybe they're not what you're looking for, like, in a, you know, a man, like... So, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard because there's an obvious reason why you friend-zoned them. If you were interested in the first place... You would have just already been there. Right. So, like, for them to get out of that... Right. Is it impossible, is what I'm saying. Depends on how far you are into the friend zone. Like, how long have you been friends? Mm-hmm. Because that might actually work in somebody's benefit if you were friends for a lot longer. Because, like, you know, as you, like, are friends with somebody, you might build some feelings that you didn't think were there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So... If in the beginning you were like, nope, I'll go back over here. What made me, what made me think about this because I seen, I seen this meme of this dude. He was like, he was sitting on a bed and this girl was taking naked pictures to like send to another dude. And it was like, he's so deep in the, far, in the friend zone. He can't, I can't remember the, the punchline, but it was like, his, you can tell dude was just sitting there miserable as fuck. Right. <laughs> like, right. And I was just thinking like, oh, man, that'd be, that'd be fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you got into the friend zone, you almost would have to go above and beyond what other people might. Oh, matter of fact, I was just telling, this guy I work with, he was telling me, this younger guy, he was like, um, he got a chick, and um, the situation is like she, he likes her, she basically friend zoned him. And I was like, well, you know, you're a young guy, you know what I'm saying? You can, what you do is just, well, this is this is actually, you know what? Fuck it, you got to get somebody who's super fly and that's in the same realm of things that she is in. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if she goes to nursing school or whatever, you gotta you gotta basically snag 
a chick from the nursing school that's fly that she would see you around. You saying like to make her like, well, oh shit, because girls girls don't want nobody that don't nobody else want. Yeah, but here's the other thing. It, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have to be somebody like that. It would I'm just, just have to be like, look what I do for this person. Mm. You know, like, oh, look, because you're my friend now, so I'm going to share everything with you. Look, I'm about to send her flowers to her job. That'll make her happy, right? Wow. I'm about to take her to this nice restaurant. You think that's a good restaurant for me to take her to? You see what I'm saying? And then she's going to be like, I don't know that restaurant. <laughs> I want flowers sent to my job. <laughs> well. Wait, so can, can we re- renegotiate our contract? That's a good, that's, that's a good fucking... That's good shit right there. Yeah. That's super good right there. I like that. Hmm. So that's about the only thing? Yeah. Because you got, I guess you kind of, you're showing them what they are missing. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're just my friend, so like we can hang out and stuff. But right. for her, I'm going to take her to do all this stuff type right. shit. Yeah. yeah, we went to whatever and we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was her just, birthday, and I got her some Victoria's Secret. And, and like, we're going to Disneyland. Yeah. And, <laughs> and your friend zone is over here like, dude, we got McDonald's. Like, okay. I split the bill, son. Right. 50-50. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That would probably be the only way, like, on an outsider. But, like, mm. I don't know, though. I think it would be you have to go above and beyond, like to be like, "This is what I offer." Besides just being your friend, type of shit. Right. Basically, I'm telling you, that's the you missing out on X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of foul, though, to do that, though, because you're just using the other person as a pawn. But I, that's no. I can but see what it, would though. be even greater is if you did all that, and then like the girl came around was like. Well, I kind of want something more. And you're like, eh, I kind of like our friendship. <laughs> On the next episode of Snapped. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, well. Fuck if I that. can't have you, nobody's going to have you. You think that would happen, though? That, 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 okay, funny. if that was like, you. That would be funny only because, like, if you didn't want that in the beginning and then now you see what I can do for everybody else and now mm-hmm. you want it, like... Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, because then it's superficial, right? Yeah. If you got to do all that just to get somebody's attention, that's sad. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I liked. I liked that 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 angle, that angle that you, your approach. Mm-hmm. That was real good. Hmm. Damn, we need a blog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta get our shit together, son. You can type. I can type. I'm fasting. Yeah. Um. Or uh, you could just accidentally send them a Snapchat of stuff, and then be like, "Oops, wrong person." No, I'm just playing. Don't do that. Don't be dirty. Edit. I was just, I was Edit. just thinking, like, what time is that? Because we take it out. Edit. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, every week, man. Every week. It was. Damn. I'm back. Um, I'll let you go. Do you, do you got your, uh, your your articles together? No? That's cool. Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. 
actually with the lead mic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, UPS drivers may team deliveries with drones. Ooh. Um, this is cool. Yeah, there actually is. There's a video that went with this article, but I'm just going to tell you about it. Um, they tested the drone delivery Monday in, fr- in Florida, offering a reminder of UPS interest in using new technologies to improve deliveries. Mm-hmm. Um, they used a new electric delivery truck with a drone launch pad on top of it. Inside the truck, a driver loads a package into the drone, and the section of the roof slides backwards so that the drone can take off. Um, after the drone lifts off, the human drives away to deliver a separate package. Then the drone and the truck um, meet at another location where the drone is loaded with a fresh package. Um, That's cool. So basically, you can it can go deliver something while you're like they're d- delivering other things. So it's like definitely yeah, like multitasking. So yeah. what that means is, are they going to shrink on the actual workers that they have? In the long run. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, between the flights, the drone would recharge its battery while docked in the UPS truck. Um, and the battery lasts for 30 minutes. Hmm. And it's capable of carrying packages up to 10 pounds. So, no. No. That's just a convenience situation. What, or unless they get stronger drones. Yeah, because 10 pounds longer. isn't very much. That can last longer, too. Yeah. They probably watch this. The goal is probably uh, let's get a drone that can last eight hours, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, if it only lasts 30 minutes, it's recharging between the, that the next dock? stop, okay? Like in the actual truck, yeah, okay. That makes See, sense. look, there's a picture of it, huh? It's just like right on top. Wow, um, it says it's definitely not like guaranteed that this will be happening anytime soon. It's just like they're trying, trying to, to see what the possibilities are. How they can imp- improve it. And it did say, the UPS said, our drivers are the face of our company. We'd never look at getting rid of our drivers. Mm. <sighs> but what does business say? <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? I don't think so, for real. Like, UPS, I believe that they would never really get rid of them. I mean, if it could help, like, Minimize what they do. Like, I work with UPS daily. Huh. Every day. Like, and they are really actually a good company. And, um, like, I know our driver by name. Like, he knows me by name. Like, they're, I think that's what they do is build relationships with their people. Right. Huh. That's, that's always tough territory, like. When uh, automation is coming in, into the, into the picture, because we've seen that shit happen before, to where mm-hmm. you know robots come in and then people lose their jobs. Right. It's so, definitely. It doesn't alarming. sound like that's their goal. It just right. sounds like it's there to like assist them. But and you know what? It's kind of true because when like our drivers are really busy for the day, mm-hmm. they have an assistant with them who's helping them, you know, do things. So maybe that would like. It's just taking some pressure off of the drivers. Hmm. Well. Okay. Whoops. Well, we had the computer freeze, so we had to do this all over again. So, go ahead. You, you go ahead. You got it. 
Okay, there is a billboard in Asheville, North Carolina for a jewelry store that is causing... Um, Quite a so, stir. Yeah. Uh, basically, the billboard is a bunch of um, jewelry or diamonds up on a billboard, and it says, sometimes it's okay to throw rocks at girls. And people are freaking out because of the the domestic violence side of it. They feel like it's promoting that or whatever. Um, I think they meant it to be funny and... People are sensitive. Yeah. People are being overly sensitive, I believe, about it. Maybe not overly to some, but... Like, well, we talked... Well, it was off air now. Yeah. uh, Since the computer froze. Um, I said that uh, we kind of living in an age of... um, People overreacting and being sensitive, and I think it has to do with I, I, don't, I don't I don't think it's sensitive, but you kind of you quicker to react, mm-hmm. and it's more or less the aware awareness of you know certain social issues, right? Right. And <clears throat> like well, where, where we went with the conversation was that uh, like say for instance we don't think that the billboard was um, offensive. Because we don't identify what was on the actual billboard as like violence, you know what I'm saying? Which I just thought it was uh, witty wordplay, right? And if you know my perspective was different, or you know, what I'm saying say like, or like as far as a woman, if she, if her husband like threw rocks at her in domestic violence, or something happened tragic, you would find that billboard to be offensive. Right? Right. And that's like, yeah, you singling out one person or whatever, but that's the only way I can see where people would get upset. And we have this this uh, mentality now, like canceled mentality of somebody say something fucked up, boom, it's over with, they done, we not fucking with them no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ever. And um, I think it just has to do with like this microwave era of things are on demand, which we, the patience level is zero, and brand trust. It affects brand trust, and uh, just having having access to so much knowledge. Right. You know what I mean. So you're more abreast to uh, more issues than what they were like 20 years ago. For instance, like uh, Eddie Murphy was. He put out this, I believe it was a tweet or Instagram about, you know, coming, he wanted to do a coming to America too. Mm-hmm. Like, now, that wouldn't fly. Like, those jokes. Right. In that movie would not fly. actually happening to people. Like, no, 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 no. There were, like, mad homophobic jokes. There were colorism jokes. Like, saying, you, it would be mad think pieces nowadays if he did that movie. And if he did coming to America from 1987 now. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have to water down the entire movie and like strip it down and like make it 2017. And like, I don't think you can do that. It wouldn't be as stunning. It wouldn't mean like, it wouldn't be the. That's not his brand. Mm -mm. So, like, uh, the fact that we are more aware of what's going on in 2017. Um,. You kind of don't have the leeway to to play around as much. 
it has to be clear and precise uh, advertising now. Right. And creating any type of content. Whereas, like, we, we spoke about earlier with, like, Kendrick Lamar. He just did a record called Humble, <clears throat> which came out, what, the 31st of March. Right? Mm-hmm. This was April 2nd. There's think pieces out on this one line in the second verse where he says he wants to see women with natural hair and like real butts and like stretch marks on butts to prove that they're real kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, you can't down uh, one uh, group in order to big up another group, meaning like women who have like fake hair and like perms right. and shit. Not fake hair, but fake butts and f- cosmetics. Right. To, you know, conform to the beauty aesthetics of America. Right, right. And speaking that in within like black women, right? So, like people are like they having a fit about that line, whereas like twenty years ago, that line wouldn't even have been a big deal. No, you know what I'm saying? It was some shit long time ago. Like if you think about records that was fucked up, which you used to jam to back in the day, mm-hmm. like. There's a lot of records like that weren't even like bad, bad. But when you got to listening to the words, like, damn, that's fucked up. That's respectability politics. Right. That's uh, body policing on women. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. certain records. Like, when you go back 20 years ago, it was like, oh, this shit jamming. But now it's like, mm, no, no, dog. You would get think pieces and they would run you the fuck up out of here. Right. And that's we're seeing that with now with like billboards and like other things like that. But yeah, that's that's all I had to say about it. I mean, I was gonna talk about the blackest episode where they had the ad. If oh anybody, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dre. Uh, this is the episode where Chris Brown is. He's featured on the show. I forgot the, the the artist's name on the show, the character's title or the character's name, but they did an ad for a a alcohol company, right? And they was just you know playing around, and he was like, you know, put some nouveau on it, and that was basically saying like if if situation's going bad or something that could be improved, you just pour some nouveau nouveau on it, uh, uvo. I'm sorry, uvo on it, and there. <clears throat> In the ad, they was just, you know, pouring shit. Like, he had a bad, like a hoopty, and he poured a hoopty, and he poured it on the hoopty, he had a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it went as far as he poured the alcohol on a black woman, and then appeared this blonde white chick. And Dre took the video, because he thought it was a hit. He took it, he was proud of it. He took it to his wife and his mother. And they chewed them out. Like, you don't see what's wrong with it. Something wrong with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reflection. He had to reflect on it and see, nah, that's that's wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I would be, I would be, I would be messing shit up if I put that out. You know what I'm saying? That don't, that don't, that don't align with my personal values or whatever. So that's just the whole episode in, in a nutshell, right? But what I'm saying is the awareness of people today in 2017 is far beyond what it was 30 years ago. So you can't do and get away with things from 30 years ago. Yes, people are more sensitive, but they are more aware. So they go hand to hand. That's true. Like I said before, what's right and wrong hasn't changed from then to now. Exactly. It's just people are 
Maybe more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. But Twitter makes everybody a celebrity in their own mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a voice and a platform to voice whatever the fuck they feel. Right. And that's where the sensitivity kind of is escalated because everybody has a voice and could be seen, could be retweeted. Mm-hmm. So. You good over there? Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, man. Oh, we're still recording. Let me hit save. Yeah. No kidding. Okay, uh, this next article while we're talking about uh, billboards and marriage. Uh, seven signs. <clears throat> seven signs a marriage won't last. Oh, according shit. to sex therapists. Okay. Uh, again, this is the second time of us running through these articles. So if it sounds like we're just running through it, you know, we are kind of are uh, devastated. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> we had some good shit. But, uh,. The first one, the couple no longer has sex, um, surprisingly. Uh, you can be in a sexless marriage uh, and still have sex. Therapists define a sexless marriage, uh, a sexless relationship as one in which the couples are physically intimate less than 10 times a year. Of course, that's going to uh, cause a marriage to go yeah. south. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. Badoonch. <laughs> Um, partners end up alienating one another on a very deep primal and sometimes emotional level with uh, not having sex, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the very frequent, very frequently the couples not only avoid sex, but discussions of the problems itself. So, it, are they saying that sex... Um, kind of opens up the avenues for communication? Or am I just reading into that? Maybe. Too far. Like, you mean, wait, because that's... Of the problem, of the actual sexual problem. Like, why you're not? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can see that. Like, if we don't talk about it, it's... We don't have to talk about what's actually causing us not to have sex type Mm -hmm. of shit. Because they said talking about what? What did they? How did that? How was that worded? Uh, very frequently, uh, couples uh, not only avoid sex, but they also avoid uh, discussions of the problems. Itself. Right. Yeah. Okay. With that, in the and when you do that, it only leads to uh, a further sense of isolation and loneliness for the partners. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, because if you're not talking about. If y'all ain't having sex and y'all not talking about why y'all not having sex, it's just like an elephant in a room, I guess. Right. And that's just, yeah, deal with the problem. Shit. Uh, <laughs> number two, uh, one partner doesn't feel sexually desired. Feeling wanted and desired is a huge turn on, especially uh, for women. Uh, as sex mm-hmm. researcher Marta Mena once put it in an interview in the New York Times, being desired is the orgasm. When a partner fails to reassure a woman of her desirability, their sex sex life naturally takes a hit. Um, hmm. Resolving the issue is all about exploring expectations. You have to consider how intimate couple time can lead to a better and uh, more uh, pleasurable sex life. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think we all want to feel like desire. To yeah, mind. like. <clears throat> like just that reminder like you still look good or I'm still attracted to you like um like I said before that little love tap on your butt yeah, to make you feel taps. better like oh you know he still wants me and you know what I mean like can you verbalize that and not um because the nerd in me is like uh I don't want to objectify you you know what I'm saying yeah no like, I don't, I don't feel like it is at all I feel like Smacking yeah, not speak or not say anything like that. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I would really like that. that. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. I would be like, mm. see, this, that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as like that goes, with you know, there's some women like don't fucking objectify me. You know what I mean? Don't do me like that's that. That's why I'm she's not. not having sex. Sorry, I'm just kidding. And her Twitter name is at. <laughs> Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, um, like, any woman who really, like, unless, seriously, she's, like, just out there, like, I don't, not, I don't know, I don't even know how to put that without getting, um... Graphic? Yeah. Okay, so, women love that. We love for you to walk by and whisper something in our ear or tap us on the butt or... Hey, girl. Yeah. Where did you see my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to keep that in. All right, go ahead. Like, sh- even like little dirty commas, you know what I mean? Like, just between me bam, and you. Bam, bam. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna um, go listen to that song. This one yeah, was shit. That was I a really know. creative song. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think we all like that. Like, we like that because, like, you're. It's not like I'm saying, oh, you making me feel like a piece of meat. No, you're right, making right, me right, feel right. like you still, like, you're still wanting me. After, say, we've been together for 10 years, mm-hmm. like, just to know that you still look at me the same way you did when we met at 10 years ago, right, that right. makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's always going to make me feel good about right. myself. Just acknowledge me that you're still attracted to me. Um, Not just fellas, when it comes to y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? This is key knowledge here. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, there is a breakdown in intimacy after an affair. Uh, broken trust after an affair. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead. Let you. Let me after before I read that. Go Burr, ahead. What do you say? It should say <laughs> affair. I your face change. Dot dot dot. Like that's it. That's all you need in the title is <clears throat> affair. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. Right. Okay. That's right. 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 Um. Cause hell yeah. Uh, um. That's gonna affect intimacy because you know trust levels are shattered and like just like who was it, man? I can't remember who it was, but it was like, imagine, I'm sorry, um, imagine uh, you seeing your, you know, significant other um, laughing or moaning and whatever, whatever she does or he does for you, imagine them going to do that mm-hmm. with somebody else, how you feel. That's how they feel when they when you cheat on them, yeah. right? So... Like, if you take into account that uh, specific emotion of knowing, hell yeah, that's going to affect intimacy. Right. What you mean? Anyway. Like, did you do that with yeah. those? Yeah. Oh, like, right. Did you do that? Yeah. I got to run behind you. Are you, you thinking about that person? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awful. 
Uh, broken trust after an affair can be a hard hit to a hard thing to mend, <clears throat> and your sex life will take and e take even lasts to even longer to restore. Damn, I'm, whew, let me slow down because I'm trying to get through this shit. Uh, it takes a lot of effort and work by the unfaithful partner to reestablish re trust. Yes, big time. And do you think the trust in a relationship uh, has a greater effect to the actual, the primal sexual energy than we, like, give it credit? Just trust? Yes, trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can't be, like, if you don't trust somebody, like, you can't, I don't see you fully, like, opening up to them, like, in an intimate way, like... Mm -hmm. You're always going to have that, like, almost, I don't even know, like, if you could really... Can you, okay, check it out. I, I just got, like, kind of a metaphor. Like, it's like, the, don't don't take this the wrong way, but this is, this is an example. Like, how you would get comfortable in your car versus how you would get comfortable in a rental car. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say you wouldn't get comfortable in a rental car, I should say. Okay. Whereas your car and your, um, sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place of uh, serenity for mm -hmm. you, right? And calming, you're, you're driving on the way, driving home or whatever. You're in a rental car, you're like, this is not yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. This is not yours. You got to think about who had who had this car. Right. Who, you know what I'm saying? Did they wash their hands when they touched the steering wheel? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, do I have to, I have to say, I have to sanitize the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. I have to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Though, um, I don't know if that's the best analogy. I get it. Or you could say that in like a hotel room or your your house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You would be more comfortable in your house. Say even sexual. Like you just put this on a sexual level. Like you would be probably more comfortable in your own home. Whereas in a hotel, you got to, you know, I can't, can't be too loud. You can't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I think the, like I said, though, a fair was enough for that like yeah it, it treats it you, you at that point your significant other kind of becomes a hotel mm -hmm. no pun intended but don't i'm on a roll right i am on a roll oh. <laughs> but they kind of they kind of get treated like a hotel in a certain sense in your mind right you know what i mean uh Let's see, what is that? And not only that, let me add one more thing to that. Yeah, Insecurity. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you cheated on me, but why? Is it because of me? Is it because of this? Is it anything like... Okay, keep going. Keep going, because you're about to let me roll into the next okay. one. Go ahead. Like, you cheated on me for which reason? Like, is it because you're not attracted to my body? Like, so then you start second-guessing yourself and all that stuff. And why would I want to have sex with you if I'm not, like... What you... What, what, what fulfills you? Yeah. Speaking of that, we'll go to number four. Uh, there's no physical attraction. In long-term couples, waning sexual attraction can do a number on the relationship. 
Okay. Sometimes it's a matter of one spouse letting themselves go. Obviously, life happens, and the daily stressors of work, marriage, and having a family can take its toll. But people who are no longer uh, physically attracted to their partner sometimes take it as a sign that their partner has given up on themselves and their relationship. Yeah. I can see that. Oh, shit. You know what? We didn't even read... We didn't even read that one part. But we got to go hop back up to three because this article, how it was written, was on some foul shit. Yeah. On the intimacy part. Uh, intimacy after affair. Okay. It takes a lot of uh, effort. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. The betrayed partner needs to better understand what led to the affair. <clears throat> Uh, often the couple needs to create a new sexual contract of sorts that addresses the needs that were not being met or hidden. And this is when we determine like, it was it had, an ain't shit, was a like, dude. Ain't shit dude. Ain't not shit just dude. dude, just an ain't shit dude. Like this is one this is Hey, it's your fault because I couldn't control myself and I had to leave because you wasn't giving me what the fuck I needed and now you sitting there crying because you ain't want to do what the yeah. fuck I wanted you to do. Yeah, it's your fault. It's all your fault and you need to carry that burden. I'm just a man. I am yeah. human. Yeah. That's basically what That's he said. So we, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's we figured who that out a little bit before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I don't know how y'all feel like that, but like that's how I took it. Like that, that is one like victim shaming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're putting the burden completely on the woman. Where shit, you if, if she wasn't meeting your needs, you could have communicated that to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, but anywho, uh, uh number five. Physical barriers to sex become a scapegoat. With the T. Um, there are plenty of physical and health related reasons couples stop having sex, right? As far as like from premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction, um, to pain during sex for women, right? Mm hmm. These problems should be addressed with a doctor, but there's usually some emotional work that needs to be done by the couple as well. Um, <clears throat> when these functional problems end up being blamed for all the sexual problems, sometimes the problems in the relationship in general, it blocks the couple's ability to discuss their sexual and emotional needs. Uh, couples need to see beyond the dysfunction and look at the dynamic that's been created around it, like fear of being undesirable, blaming of the other person for everything. Mm. So, like, I guess that would affect you mentally if oh, yeah, I think all I of these issues... You know, that we just like, you know, not feeling desired. You know, you're not physically attracted to a person. I think definitely that could cause like some depression or whatever that like would directly affect like your groceries. Oh, you know what? The premature ejaculation. So that means the other, the probably more ejaculation, more, more uh, precisely the woman is not being satisfied. Mm -hmm. So that's the physical barrier that 
She like she don't want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. So that is an issue, right? Mm-hmm. I can see how that definitely would uh, cause issues, right? Yeah. And that rolls into this next one. Uh, many are the de- desired discrepancy, right? Many couples suffer from a desired discrepancy, a situation where one partner wants sex more than the other. Uh, this poses a big problem for most couples because the lower desired spouse holds all the control of the couple's sex life, whether they realize it or not. And that goes back to a conversation that, uh, that kind of breeds um, a situation from the last one. Mm-hmm. If you, if there's physical problems and she's not being satisfied, she gonna be like, hell yeah, she gonna be. I uh, have low desire, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but that could be a, a major reason, right? Yeah, definitely. Because it's basically a quote unquote waste of your time as yeah. a woman, right? Right. So. This leads to uh, like a, a conversation, not you know all the way entail, but like this made me think of how the conversation that me and my me and my bro had were like how women uh, view sex versus how men view sex. We uh, we view it as a necessity, need. It's more more or less primal. It's a primal instinct, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas women, they view it as a form of currency right and yeah it probably sounds fucked up mm-hmm. but this is let me let me break it down whereas if a woman has a lower sexual desire her value of sex goes up you know what I'm saying your value of her sex goes up right because she doesn't want to have sex as much as you would like to. So you desire it more. It's like become it becomes gold. And a woman can use that as a sense of currency and use it as a reward whether than um, meeting someone else's des- desires, right? Right. So I'm going to reward you for this and I'm going to give you Because you sex. did the dishes. You did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You made me feel so. I guess you can have some today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess you could have some. That shit is sexy. Excuse me? If people do the dishes and take out the uh, trash. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. But that's withholding. And then that kind of goes into, like, if you know your percent, your, your spouse has a high sexual um, appetite. Right. I'm not saying that it's clearly like, okay, well, don't be, don't be surprised when, you know what I mean? But I'm saying, like, you kind of, like, you pushing the person to be angry and, like, you think it's, it's a primal instinct. Like, mm-hmm. when a person doesn't, especially with men, right? If we don't ejaculate after seven days, you start to have a testosterone buildup. Oh, this is real shit. Okay. This is anatomy. Okay. And that causes a person to be angry and fucking on edge and shit like that, right? Okay. That's that's real shit. Okay. So, you kind of like breeding this fucking hawk of an animal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With, right. Like withholding your currency. 
I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I'm just saying it's so, like basically this is what happens. If I don't give you sex, then you're gonna be mean to me later, and have he probably will be mean to you. Oh, that's a good way to get more sex, right? So it's all, in, but <laughs> as a as a whole, I was being really sarcastic. I know you that. were, but I'm okay. not just truth to sarcasm. But as as a woman, you guys control sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You control it, right? You decide whether you guys are or aren't. Mm-hmm. So, that's why it's important to make sure you have somebody that's on the same level as you. Right. Or you're going to be walking around with the caveman syndrome. <laughs> okay. But, uh, uh, we'll go with the last one. Uh, sexual interests and fetishes are laughed off, right? As people, we all want different things. Uh, when your partner opens up about how they want rough sex or role play, the worst thing you can do is disregard it or laugh it off. Okay? Mm-hmm. It goes to say, um, if one partner enjoys BDSM and the other is not into that, but want something else, I recommend uh, they each share three romantic fantasies and make one a reality for the other. Mm. Hmm. And I think that when people have those, like, certain fetishes and you're laughed off, you get, like, there's a rejection. Yeah, but not necessarily, well, that too, but... But, yeah, but they might not tell you in the beginning because they don't want you to run away or something. But, like, maybe, like, gotcha, the long, right, long-term, right, <laughs> long like, that you've been together and married. And they're like, eh, they're not going to go anywhere. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. Like, Let me spit in your mouth. Here's a cup. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, but maybe they feel a little more comfortable telling you now. Mm-hmm. But if you have to think about it, like, say you were together for 10 years, and they just not telling you about it, like... So you wanted all this kinky shit? Right, but even then, like, the anxiety, like, leading up to that for 10 years, because it's been something that, that you wanted, mm-hmm. like, that's gotta be kind of stressful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm about to tell you some shit that may make you be like... You might look at me different, honey. Yeah, like, can we go ahead and put this out there that I don't want to be judged? Can like, I, Can I put this this Jason mask on? Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. 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 Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all uh, the numbers that I had. Do you have anything else? Um, no. Okay. All right, now we're going to go to the real shit because you know how I do. Um, there was a, oh shoot, let me get in there. Come on now. A New York police officer that was suspended for using the hashtag Black Lives Matter. He was suspended? It was a woman. Oh, she was suspended? Mm-hmm. Okay, a New York uh, NYPD officer is facing disciplinary actions after tweeting Black Lives Matter from her personal account in response to a post from the 76th Precinct's Twitter page. 
right? Mm -hmm. uh, Gwendolyn Bishop, a black woman, was recommended and slapped with depart uh, departmental charges after office after officials accused her of inappropriate writings on a precinct's Twitter page, right? According to her reports, she responded to a tweet about a gun arrest that read. Uh, pound 70 cent, 76 precinct special ops team makes arrest and recovers a loaded 9mm handgun hashtag uh, one less gun to which Bishop responded uh, saying sad, quote sad day for the 76 precincts black lives matter from her po uh, personal account personal twitter account uh, since the February 17th tweet and response, Bishop has been in hot water with higher-ups in her department. On Tuesday, um, the officer stood for a departmental trial to explain her actions as uh, officials determined the fate of her future with the department. When asked... When asked about the tweet, the officer said she made a typo, blaming it on the autocorrect on her phone, saying she meant to tweet uh, hashtag Blue Lives Matter, a hashtag that she's used in other tweets. So Twitter corrected it as her claim? Or her phone. That fucked with me right there. That fucked with me right there. Like this whole thing... I'm going to get back to the article, but this, this whole thing, that blue wall of silence that we talked about before, you can't even acknowledge that black lives matter, right? She can't even say that. Right. Though she came back, and which I, I it sounds like she was uh, instructed to say that from her counsel. Right. Um. I don't. I really don't believe that she would be autocorrected to Blue Lives um, to, to from uh, to Black Lives Matter from Blue Lives Matter if she used it in two other tweets. Right. Okay. But still, so you're gonna reprimand a girl for saying that? That that alone tells you how they feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you better be in line with this blue wall, or you you out of code. Right. It's basically what it's it, what is being said, right? So it's now one versus the other. No, it's she got the fuck out of line. She wasn't she wasn't with us. By her saying Black Lives Matter, she's in violation of the bro code, basically. Right. You know what I'm saying? Of the fraternity of police. Because I don't know if you notice it, but anytime something happens, they don't speak out against wrongdoing for police officers. They never do that. So this, her saying Black Lives Matter is kind of like saying that she sympathizes with, you know, people that get killed, unarmed black people that get killed. Right. Okay. That's how they took it. I vaguely remember the tweets, she says. Um, I had, If I had to guess, there were a lot of changes in my precinct about shifts being switched but it had nothing to do with the gun, this gun arrest, she said. I don't know where that came from, but that was her quote, right? Bishop's counsel, John Tynan, uh, defended his uh, client's actions, revealing that she had not violated any rules, being that she replied to the tweet from her own personal account, 
She did she did not access the official account of the precinct. She had her own personal account. She did not reveal that she was an officer of the law either, according to the Daily News, right? Uh, the Her counsel also said she can reply to a tweet just as five other, 500 million other people who use Twitter can. Right. However, the precinct's uh, integrity control officer, now that right there, integrity control officer, that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. uh, refuted Tynan's defense saying that the picture of Bishop's account matched the picture of her Facebook page. Uh, Lieutenant Steve uh, Rios also revealed that the Twitter account was linked to a Veronica Bishop, which is the woman's middle name, <coughs> according to publication reports, right? So what they did there was, we're going to give y'all her full name. Her full name is Gwendolyn Veronica Bishop. So basically, all the races can pile on. They even put her Twitter name in the motherfucking article. Wow. So they basically are saying, you don't have, you're not behind the wall. Whatever happens to you, happens to you. It basically is what, that's how I read into it. Because mm -hmm. why would you put her full government fucking name out there like that? Right. Even her middle name. And you gave her Twitter and her motherfucking Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Right. Totally unnecessary. Uh, Bishop faces a year of probation and the loss up to 30, day, 30 uh, vacation days is convicted of all the accus accusations brought up against her, including the violation of departmental rules and mouthing off to higher ups. So that right there, mouthing off to higher ups means you better sit there and shut the fuck up. She trying you know? to defend herself. Mm -hmm. This whole article leaves me fucked with because, I mean, I mean, she kind of she kind of out there for with her saying like she's blue lives matter, but it kind of lets you behind the curtain of how they do things within the police department. Mm -hmm. Speaking of. The police department in New, which is in New York. I have another article about New York police officers. A quote uh, that was uh, revealed in a shocking video: A police officer asked a patron on the street, um, a citizen, I should say, "Do you want to ride the lightning, meaning the taser?" What? Yeah, African American students were threatened with a taser by police officers. Do you want to ride the lightning? And the shocking video appears to show two white in NYPD cops taunting African-American students as they walk down the street. At one point, one of the cops is holding the taser gun and is heard asking the teens if, or the teens if they want to ride the lightning in the clip. The cell phone footage posted by Associate Professor of Sociology at Brooklyn College Alex uh, S. Vitale shows the two un-uniformed cops trying to herd the kids away uh, from the corner of the Bedford Avenue and Campus Road, Midwood High School in Brooklyn on March 16th. So they thought that was funny? Mm-hmm. The cops whom one was holding a baton appeared aggressively with teens as they moved on uh, from the street in the corner. Uh, 
<clears throat> what are you going to do about it? One cop asked the student as they walked behind him. So clearly, they were just intimidating right. these young children. And they wonder why the trust in the community between citizens and police officers has died and won't be reincarnated anytime soon. Right. There has to be a restructure of the infrastructure of law enforcement as we know it. And until that happens, which it won't happen, until uh, the marginalized people control more of uh, what's going on in elections and who gets hired in these uh, infrastructures, there won't be any change. No. And that's the most frustrating shit about the whole scenario between this article and the last article. Basically, that's why I said, that's why I did the, the, the Black Lives Matter tweet first, right? That doesn't stand in line with what the fuck these other cops are doing. Right. In their mind, black lives don't fucking matter. You see what I'm saying? So that's why she's being reprimanded. How she's going to be reprimanded? I think they're going to hang her out to dry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just to probably to send a message. Make an example out of her. <clears throat> but... Even when you don't win, we even even with her saying that she meant Blue Lives Matter, like say they fucking hang her out to dry and she lose her job or, you know what I'm saying, whatever happens to her, she's still not gonna get support from the community because you that's you rock with them, right? You know what I'm you saying? Backed up on your yeah. statement. <clears throat> but yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Hopefully, you got something lighter to talk about. I do. Um, Yay! <laughs> I don't know if you saw the picture of the dad on um, TV holding oh, up the, the sign about his son. At the basketball game? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it says, usually a bad report card gets your cell phone taken away or maybe you get grounded. Only your family and, of course, your friends know about your bad grades and punishment. Mm-hmm. But Thomas's dad put it out there for everyone to see in a savage professional grade poster at a televised NBA game. And the shots of him then, of course, lit the internet on fire. And now everyone knows poor Thomas's problems and his punishment. At the Cleveland Cavaliers versus Charlotte Hornets game on March 24th, his dad held up a poster making it clear that Thomas, who was probably watching the game at home, should have paid more attention to his schoolwork if he had wanted to come to the game. <laughs> the sign said, Thomas, get your grades back up, and next time you'll be here, love, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. How you feel about that? I think it's hilarious. I mean, he probably had to tell him multiple times, look, dude, you know we're going right. to the game. Mm-hmm. You know? There was another sign he had up too. It said, "Thomas, can you hear me now?" Student, then athlete, son. In mm. that order, love, dad. Mm. He's a cool. He's that. I applaud that man. 
And he did say that his signs were dedicated to an audience of one, just my son. I wanted to give the attention to one person. Mm. Loud and clear. Which, hey, I guess you should have had your grades up. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did it in a, like, I think Malicious it's funny. manner? Yeah. I don't know. We, we are at like an hour with just articles. Do you want to keep going with the articles or? All right. We're going to take a break. Hey, you don't need a should you segment brought to you by hmm. deodorant? Deodorant, good. Weather's warming <laughs> up. Start using it. Don't be caught out here funky. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that should be our thing. You throw it up, and I just. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, all right, we gonna you know people that don't know what this segment is. It's a segment where. We ask a bunch of cool questions, and sometimes we argue with each other, and sometimes we don't. So, sit back and enjoy. Um, should you allow your dog to sleep in the bed with you? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. So, go ahead. Not in my bed. Never? No? Well... Um, my dog sleeps with the girls uh-huh. every night, uh-huh. but not with me. No, hell no. Oh, okay. I, but that's because I have the devil dog. Like, I don't trust him. You really, so you just don't like your dog. That's yeah. why your dog don't sleep with you. Yeah. I guess if he was probably nicer, I wouldn't really care, but he's just mean. Like, he's the type that would attack me in my sleep for no reason. Because I moved in my own damn bed. That's happened. Wow. Yeah. Sound like you need to get uh, your dog to... Uh, never mind. Um, the dog whisperer? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, him. Uh, it's on you now. Shoot it back and forth. Hot potato. Okay. Hey. Um, should you splurge on yourself once in a while... Even if you can't really afford it. <laughs> uh, it's a matter of being responsible. Um, no. 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 Especially like, okay. See, I had this issue like with me. I will splurge on like equipment if I need it. Mm-hmm. Or anything like supplies or anything like that. But as far as anything like that, like far as like shoes and shit, like I'm I'm cool. I don't I'm good. Right. Um I'm good on that. I used to I'm doing it more now than I ever have. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I deserve (laughs) Right. For real. Because I'm like I have like um like buyer's remorse when I do anything for myself. Because it'd be all uh, impulse. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily, because it could be stuff that I really need, and I just would rather spend it on bills or something else than 
I'm bad about buying myself anything. But I'm just now realizing that. Like, clothes or shoes and stuff like that. Because if I have extra, it usually goes towards the kids or a bill or, you know, like, paying off a credit card or something like that. So when it comes down to, like, me actually wanting to go out and do something, I have, like, nothing to wear. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even, if somebody called me tomorrow and was like, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to take you to dinner. And I would be like, uh, can I wear a (laughs) t-shirt? Yeah. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> right. Like, is this McDonald's dress? Can or... we just go to a sports bar? <laughs> right. Is hoodie acceptable? Like, <laughs> that's my life. It's uh, acceptable attire. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, for, as far as that, though, like, I don't, I haven't, I just thought about this shit the other day, but I ain't got fly in a long time. Like, but I've bought equipment and shit for our house and. You know what I mean? Right. I've done that. I think that's what's, like, making me want to do it more than what I have in the past. Because you're locked in. No, because, like, for my birthday, I did get dressed. Like, I had a full outfit on. You know, like, something I haven't done for myself in a long time. Like, I had a full outfit on. I did my makeup. I did my hair. I got my hair cut. Like, and I was just going out to have fun. But it, like, made me realize, like, that I don't do that for myself Mm. enough. Mm. So, like, it made me feel good about myself and opened my eyes to the fact that I don't take care of myself, like, dress nicely and buy things. I mean, I don't look like a bum, but on a... I wish you would. I wish you would. Go ahead. Bring it. Like... Yeah. I'm just joking, because I can't talk, because I'd be a sweatpants. Like, I became sweatpants dad. Yeah. Like in current it, situation, yeah. I'm literally, I love sweatpants. Huh? I do too, I'm but like, like when I'm at home, like when I'm at home, that's all I ever wear mm. is sweatpants. Like, I'm one of those people that walks in the door and kicks off my jeans. Like, as I'm walking through the door, like, I don't I, really I'm care cool. to wear, like, I'm cool, I'm coolness in sweatpants. Like, I wear jeans every now and then, it's like, just like a like parent teacher conference or some shit like that. But any other thing, like. Where I, so I'm in sweatpants. Because mm-hmm. they just, they just, the shit. I know. They're the shit. And like, when you find, like, a favorite pair, like, oh you wear God. them out. Because I remember, I, I remember texting you, like, dude, I never wore sweatpants, like, until, actually, until I got this house. And I was like, I'm going to be in, you know what I'm saying, be chilling. I'm trying to be, I'm, basketball shorts are cool, but ain't nothing like a fresh pair of, like, Drawstring sweatpants mm-hmm. and like just chilling, watching TV, and like got your your, your food and you're doing, you know what I'm saying? You right. just chill. Like it's the best situation. Like a new T-shirt and the new sweatpants. Yeah, and some new socks, son. Yeah, I buy that, <laughs> but I I don't buy like, you know what I'm saying? Get fresh clothes like that every now and then. Right. Like even with my stage show, like. It's set to what uh, you know. what I'm saying I don't. I don't get fly like that. I have a basically a performance uniform now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to get fly like that. You yeah. Know what I mean? So I don't know. I just think it's something that I'm gonna start doing for myself. And I don't mean like every time I get paid or mm-hmm. anything like that. But like you're gonna do it more often. Yeah. Like 
find a way to do it. I don't even care if I have to shop on clearance. Like, That's I'll do it. That'd be what shit at. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, should you financially support a spouse if he or she is not motivated to get a job? If the... Motivated to your standards enough. Like, you don't feel like they haven't done more than enough. They're making a strong effort or they're not. Right, they're not. Do you... Call their parents for some child support? (laughs) I was hoping to get an answer like that out of you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you expect anything less? Like, I think, man, a lot because I mean, a lot of people be like, you know, everybody's expectations are different, right? Mm-hmm. And ex- expectations you place on other people may not be what they want for themselves. I say that to say this: if they are not motivated to put themselves in a position to physically fend for themselves, hell, no. Hell no, you shouldn't support them because you kind of you basically playing the enabler role, right? Because then they're just well, if you got it, then what do I need to get a job for? Mm-hmm. Let me get this cereal and play this PlayStation. Um, and eat all your fruit snacks. Yep, drink your kids' juicy juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Not you. Not today. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> okay, should you stay at a job that pays your bills? Even if you're unhappy. I think we had this question I knew we we covered this similar, something similar. But if you got something to say, son, say that shit. Mm. Hey, say it. Uh, No. Nope. It pays your bills, but are you happy? No. Find a way out. Get out. As like dude said when the camera flashed. Right. (laughs) Get the fuck out. Get out. Because you really not, if you're not fulfilling yourself on an uh, everyday basis with your work, you, it's empty. It's all empty. The checks are empty. You paying the businesses are empty. You fall in routine. You fall into a pattern of being complacent. Fuck it. No. What if, move. What if the job <clears throat> that you're looking into pays less, but you feel like it would like make you happy to do what you're doing? Uh, what's the ceiling? Is there a ceiling where you can shoot up Bro, and go? Yeah, yeah. you got to you got to weigh the ceiling in. Mm-hmm. Like you may have to start a little lower, but yeah. eventually it'll be mm-hmm. worked up there. Yeah, I have to say I agree on that one. Okay. I think if you're unhappy, I don't I don't suggest just like up and quitting. Right, right, I think right. being responsible, like finding something else or a backup plan, is what you should do. But definitely like look into your other options mm-hmm. and use that until you can <clears throat> okay this is a really good one because I've been I've been uh, as my personal awareness social awareness grows with my with myself I find myself asking these questions this question to myself right mm-hmm. should you discuss Politics or any social current events in 2017 with other people? 
like just in general or like yeah, work related like, or like it just did should you just just discuss it no because i feel like what's the point you're always going to disagree with somebody mm-hmm. okay i i i don't even, even want to talk about it i posed a question somewhere <clears throat> I don't, i'm not gonna go in depth but i posed a question somewhere and somebody I knew. And, you know, we had opposite opinions, which that's okay. But the undertone of that person's opinion made me, like, look at them different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I do need to have that conversation. But it's, it's, it's going to be just like me just finding out, yo, that's fucked up. You fucked up. This person fucked up. You know what I'm saying? This person, You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. not saying just because you uh, have an opposite opinion of me, but like it's all about your undertones and like what you really mean by what you're saying. Right. That is what um, is greater to me. Like more important to me is the undertone of what people say. Right. Um, so that's why I'm like I'm trying to, I kind of want to stop talking about politics and like because it's not really it's a taboo conversation but like if it's somebody I'm close to we gonna have I talk politics all the time mm-hmm. you know what I mean right but then you run into situations like that where like if you don't really agree with it you're kind of like looking at it I'm cool I'm cool with not agreeing but it's the their presentation of it no it's um, how, I'm trying to be cryptic. What, what they're saying without them saying it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but yeah, it's like, kind of, like, mm, yo, yeah. red flag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to avoid it. And then, see, I I try, like, I thought about that, but I'm like, you know what? I kind of need to know. You do, but I think if you really know somebody, you're going to pick up on it in other conversations, and not just about politics. So you're saying, so you're saying, don't seek and destroy. Yeah. You'll you'll pick it up eventually. People always tell you who they are, like, eventually. Hmm. You just have to pay attention. I'm seeking and destroying. <laughs> you you poke the bear to see if it comes I out. I got to, I got to, man. I, I don't I know. Like, I guess I feel like if I you got to shake the rug, fuck it. You know what I mean? Maybe like yeah, but like I said, most of the time if you like pay attention, people will tell you who they are, and you really don't even need to include politics in it. You could just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time, but hmm, but you're right because. During this election, this last year, a lot year, of shit came out. A lot of shit came out. Like, mm-hmm. stuff that, from people that I was like, whoa, wait yeah. a minute, like, where did you come from? Because yeah. that is not exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. But then, so I guess it kind of gave me an idea of who they are. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm still, I'm still working on that one. I know. People gonna hit me up like, no, you you gotta do what you gotta do. Find out, yeah. But I'm, I, I was just thinking about like with like, uh, Angela Rye, uh, 
Maxine Waters, April um, Ryan, how that situation, what they, I don't know if you hip to what's been going on in the media, like Sean Spicer, like was, he got real spicy with April Ryan at a press, press uh, conference or Mm -mm. whatever, uh, state address or whatever. And April Ryan is a black woman. She asked him um, a question, and he was giving the answer, and she was like, she knew the answer was bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And she was, she was standing there like she was sitting there like <laughs> shaking her head with her arms folded, and this shit was funny as hell to me because I knew what that meant, right? You know what I mean? Everybody knew what that meant. You on some bullshit, right? Like, you lying. But go ahead and finish your answer so I can ask this next question. Right. So, uh, Sean Spicer, like, um, he give her an answer, and he's like, could you please stop shaking your head? Oh, wow. You know so I mean? he caught on to it, too? He got irritated. Yeah, he knew, but you don't do that. I've never seen him do that to nobody else. You don't do that to no man. You don't do that. To, you know what I'm saying? They be coming at you foul. Right. You know what I mean? They they really like really aggressive. But you j- decided to tell a you woman s- to single out that black woman. Mm-hmm. And then Bill O'Reilly with Maxine Waters' um, State of the Union or whatever. I don't know what it was. What the title of her where she was when she was giving her speech, but she was talking some shit. She was talking that shit. She and, and there was no way you can disagree with her. He totally disregarded what she said when they asked him how he felt about it. He said, oh, I really couldn't listen to it because I couldn't get over that James Brown wig she had on. This is a <gasps> black woman. You know what I'm saying? Where you you, you denigrate her down to her appearance and right. totally disregard what she's speaking intellectually. Because you don't respect her intellect. You know what I'm saying? It's little shit that, yeah, you. it's going to keep coming out. Mm-hmm. But this shit, like, I, I like, because I watch, I watch this shit. I, you know what I'm saying? I watch what's going on. You know what I mean? And I talk to people about it. And, like, the way you answer the questions and the way you, you know what I'm saying? Like you react to the conversation. Like, that tell me about you. Right. And where you at. But, yeah, I guess... I'm just going to continue to do what I do. So, But go ahead. This is the next question. Okay, this is my last one. And this kind of goes back to that article you were reading. Um, Should you date someone... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> should you date someone you're not physically attracted to if everything... We already answered that, If everything <laughs> about them... If everything else about them is good. Like... They meet like all your other ideas you of a good. Yeah, your checklist. You don't have a checklist. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, you could try it. <laughs> That's all I would say. I would try it. Right. I don't. Okay. The reason this even came about. Is because I was listening to this thing and this guy called in was asking this um, like doctor for help about like his relationship, 
And he had said he was with this woman for like 15 years, I think. And he tried to tell the doctor that he wasn't physically attracted to her. And she says, is that because, like, um, you know, she's, like, gained weight or, like, has something changed in your relationship? And when did this start? And he says, it started from the beginning. So he basically said that from the beginning, he was never sexually attracted to her. But that he stayed with her because of who she was. Like, she was a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's struggling, like, 10 or 15 years later with the fact that he's not, like, sexually attracted to her anymore. And so she asked him, like, why why haven't you left? And he was like, because I love her. I'm just not sexually attracted to her. I love who she is. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Like, that's a crazy situation to be in. Because, in my opinion, the first thing that's going to bring you towards someone is, do you think they're sexually attractive? Physically. Physically attractive. Yeah. Physically. Or sexually. Cue the ain't shit. Uh, wink, ahead. wink. Cue the ain't shit at a one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So, uh, one or the other. Um, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that usually is, like, the first thing that you, like, decide on, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's, 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 all, it's all primitive. You're good. That's going to be the first thing that you, you know, notice is right. physically. So, he probably grew to love her right. in that 15 years. Like, like the person who she was, then he grew to love her. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I think you're going to hit a wall. Eventually, like, it's just not going to be enough. I, I don't, I, I, I would think that. He claimed when he called in, he's never cheated on her. That's what's up, man. He's just not. You're probably thinking about it now. Yeah. Shit, wow. I don't know. That one was a rough one to me. Because you, at, at that, because you're so far into her as a person. That's like real love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where you love the whole person. Their right. Whole being. And pe- Not the some whole people person, never find that. Yeah. You love them. You love their soul. Mm-hmm. Damn. Is, okay, check this out. Let me ask you this. Do you think he would have got to love her whole soul if he was physically attracted to her initially? Mm, I don't know. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it could have been just on some primitive shit and he didn't even really get to know her like that. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, say that's his soulmate. That's who he was supposed to be with. But if Look, he wouldn't bro. have been attracted to her, then he would have never, like, found her. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Eventually, y'all gonna stop having sex because y'all get old anyway. So you might as well be the motherfucker you like. Right. You know what I mean? Outside of sex. Yeah, I can see that. So, but like you said before, though, everybody has needs still. They have their needs, but like, that's short game. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you think about it. I think, in my opinion, like to find that kind of love. You you can't be physically attracted to them. You can, but I think. If you're a dude, nine times out of ten, you gotta. I'm more concerned with 
what you're saying, who, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. your opinions, your thought, your sense of humor, your blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers is too uh, focused on that to worry about the other shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you invested in getting that, getting to know that part of the person. I don't think you can. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can be like, uh, well, you know, I like this about her. I can see where a motherfucker be like, I like her brain and who she is. Right. But see, my thinking is you have to be able to get to that point. Because, you know what I mean? Like Conversation. Yeah. He's probably a person. I wonder how they met. That's did he a, say I know. how he met? No. I'm uh, curious too. Like, did they work together? No, or, oh, yeah. Online. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's true. Because mm-hmm. people all the time talk about how they fell in love before yep. they even met. Yep. So then when, if that was the case, then he met her, he was already in love with her. Mm-hmm. Who she was. Yeah, who she was. Nice. All right. I think we tackled that one great. Oh, <laughs> uh, we had, what, 124? We did good this week. Um, uh, that's all I got with you. You got anything? Nope. Um, damn, man. We got to... Again, we fucking put in the Twitters. Actually, we can put the Twitters in the fucking description anyway. So, you can... Mine is at, at Brintelligence, uh, Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, Brintelligence X, lowercase x. And, yeah, that's all mine. And I want to say shout out to Heather. For making fun of me for never knowing my Twitter. So I put it in my notes today. And it's Queen B underscore 327. She suggested I get it tattooed on my hand. I felt that that was a little bit too extreme. So I put it in my notes. Yeah. Shout out to Heather, man. She's cool. Yes. She's cool, cool listener, man. Um, yeah, that's all I got. What you got? I had an idea. Okay. I like ideas. Okay. My idea is this, that we need to get people involved in our Facebook page a little bit more. Yes. So what I think we should do is have people give us some should you questions of their own that we can answer. And then we can use them on air. Hey, or we could, yeah, we could do that. But we could post the should you questions that we had from the latest show Mm -hmm. in the Facebook group. Yeah. And they can interact right there and be like, hey, if you want to hear Just, how we answer. Right. Throw us a couple ideas, though, and let us answer those in the ratchet way that we do. You do. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. That's a great idea. Great, great idea. Um, Until next episode. Hey. hey. hey.